Welcome to Life on Purpose. My name is James Lachlan, former seven-time world champion musician and now success coach to leaders and high performers. Each week, I bring you an inspiring leader or expert to help you live your life on purpose. Thanks for taking the time to connect today and investing in yourself. Enjoy the show. I'm incredibly excited to welcome in this week's guest, Andrew Molina. Andrew's joining us from Hawaii, and he's one of Hawaii's greatest ukulele players. Aloha, Andrew. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me, brother. Hey, James. Thanks for having me, man. It's, it's good to talk to you again. Yeah, it's good to connect, man. What's been happening there over in Hawaii? It's 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 all right. I mean, things are starting to slowly open again. I think. Um, I mean, I haven't done a show since maybe January two thousand twenty, but I think we're gonna finally have a live performance, socially distance um, tables, and like they have like a blast shield in May. So it's it's interesting. But I've been keeping myself busy with you know teaching ukulele and um, yeah, just trying not to go, not to go too crazy in here. It's just been stuck on the island for the longest I've ever been here con- the consecutive days. So, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good. All going well this end, man. It's, it's uh, New Zealand. We've been very fortunate, I guess, in some ways uh, with how the, our country has handled it. So there's been somewhat normality to a certain degree, but honestly, I want to say a massive thank you because you in the ukulele world are a huge deal. And I know you're very humble and I know you don't like blowing your own trumpet or blowing your own ukulele, but I'm here to do that for you because I remember the day I came across one of your YouTube performances. And for anybody listening out there, this, when you think of traditional ukulele, Andrew takes it to a whole new world. And for me, brings in like dance, pop, jazz, blues, everything. It's incredible. So I'm excited to talk about what started you off on that journey. So where did this passion for ukulele begin? Well, honestly, it's like, you know, growing up in Hawaii, the ukulele is just, it's actually like, you know, it's very, very common. So think of it like as if every every house had an ukulele in it and it's just, but people just see it as kind of like an item that, you know, be on the a shelf or on a wall, you know, it's kind of like, oh, it's just, you know, it's like a lamp. Oh, they have an ukulele. It's nothing special. Or it's just like, it's kind of just, you see so much of it that it's just like, it's kind of a thing. And then from when I was small, you know, it's like people who did like um, the luau shows, they they played ukulele and some of the, you know, really local stuff. And that was just my perception of the ukulele. It's like, that's an accompanying instrument and you sing Hawaiian music. And um, when I was about 13 years old, I remember my uh, my friend, used to come over every Friday and just one Friday he brought his ukulele over because he was taking it in school and my grandma had this old vintage ukulele from the 1960s and she said oh why don't you go play with him so I said okay so he taught me my first couple strumming songs and I remember I was really just like kind of happy and excited I was like oh I can find you know you feel really accomplished when you play like you know your first song and the fact that you know ukulele is just the learning curve is very quick so you have that instant gratification on day one. And I was just like, wow, this is pretty, this is fun. And then he said, oh, I'll come back next Friday and we can learn some more. And within that one week, I remember my mom showed me some stuff on ukulele. My cousin who was, who was playing it for a few years, he would, um, he would come and teach me some picking, which was new to me. And 
yeah, that just kind of started the foundation of this 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 ukulele hobby of mine. And yeah, that that was my kind of how I first started on it. I love it. And when you think about because now you do it as a career. So to get it to the point where I would say I would call you a master of the ukulele, to get it to that point of mastery, what was like the journey? Was it like, hey, I got to practice a little bit? Or did you become quite like fanatical about practicing and developing and improving? Oh, I love this part. Um, It's actually so after that whole beginning of, you know, you know, playing a little bit Hawaiian music, I discovered a guy named Jake Shimabukuro which now he's just like, he's world renowned and he just was a guy who put the ukulele on the map. But back in the day, I mean, he was, he was still growing, but man, I was just so amazed of what he could do on the ukulele. And I just remember I had, I got a DVD for my dad. He gave it to me for Christmas and I would watch that thing like so often. I'm like, I was just amazed because it was something that I've never heard before. And on top of it, my dad's like, okay, I got tickets. Let's go see him. So within that one month of me watching that DVD, I became like a huge fan, you know, I would wear his t-shirt to school, you know, he's, he was like my, like my hero. And, um, I just remember the first concert he played and I was just the energy that he gave to the crowd. And when I met him after and the way he made me feel, he's like, Hey, what's up, man. And you know, when a hero does that, that's just like, there's no greater feeling that. And I just remember going home and telling myself when I grow up, I want to do that. And so like that, that little vision of, you know, possibly performing when I grew up, it started at that young age and I just wanted to learn all his songs and going to school. I just, it made me, it made me relentless in practicing because I wanted to just get better and better. And there was, it was, it became an obsession and that's why I, I became obsessed. And uh, I think, I mean, me and you both agree that obsessed is a, is a positive word. You know, when you, it's something you're passionate about, you have to be obsessed to be, su- to be successful, I believe. 100%. And I think that is the key starting point. We have chatted about that quite a bit before when you're setting out to do something is having a really clear vision of that future and being obsessively passionate about following yeah. through. You talk about Jake. So in my mind, Hawaii has the big three and it's yourself, it's Jake and it's Kale. And you guys. Oh, I appreciate are, it, man. Thanks. Yeah, man. You're leading the way and you really are innovating what the ukulele can do and you're taking it all over the world so you've not only performed around your own island and country but you've been overseas right oh yeah so that all started yeah it is funny it all started from busking under the banyan tree here in lahaina like um pretty much no pay just tips and selling my very my debut cd and from that point it's like you don't know we don't know where that can take you and we just kept pushing and within a couple of years, you know, I hit the West coast and then, yeah, started 2017. That's when it, things started picking up. And then we, we did Tahiti. We did the UK twice. We had like one of the ukulele festivals in, um, in the UK. We just did Austria in 2019. And then I went to China in 2018 and 2019. So it's been a very incredible journey for sure. That's amazing. And for people listening out here, say some of the the younger generation here thinking, you know what, I want to follow my passion and I want to take whether it's music or art or anything creative, if they want to take it and make it a career, what does it take to do that, to take that leap of faith? First, it takes a burning desire and um, and don't let anyone tell you not. And this is something that it's, it's, it's crazy because we talk about this all the time, but it's something that I understood at the age of 13, even though I didn't know how to like write it out. I didn't really quite understand. I knew within like subconsciously because I just remember 
I'll be learning these these hard Jake songs, and then um, I would try to get my friends to do it, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's it's too hard," and I'd be like, "Oh, come on, you guys, you know, it's just so much fun." And then and then it got to the point, you know, after like maybe the first year of playing, I was just like, I would tell my friends, "Oh, you know, one day I'm gonna be just like Jake. I'm gonna go traveling," and they'd be like, "Yeah, right. Good luck with that." Like everyone never took me seriously, but I never once doubted myself. And I feel like I'm, I kind of jumped this in, into reality because I would really, I would obsess and daydream in class. Like we'd be, <laughs> we'd be in English class or like math class. I w- I'm not a math guy. Um, it's just, it doesn't <laughs> click with me. So we'd be in math class and then, you know, they'd be going over algebra and I'm just like, hmm, I can't wait to practice that song. So one day I can play it in front of an audience. <laughs> so it was just like, I had a desire and I never, yeah, I never let anyone discourage me from going and achieving that goal. And it's, it's, it's a process, you know, like even the, the, from the design of my ukulele to the, the people I'm, you know, I'm kind of like hanging out with now, like a lot of the people that I dreamt about, like, Oh, you know, I want to hang with these people because, you know, they're just the elites of the ukulele world. Like they're all good friends of mine now. And it's just like, it wasn't a mistake. I really, I truly, if, you know, for the young ones out there, if you can really see it up and you really believe in yourself and you don't let anyone discourage you from that goal you can achieve anything you want and i can tell you for firsthand that it's, it really is possible and just that gratification of achieving that there's no greater feeling than that that's amazing and w- when i hear you say that i can relate that to say a, an elite sports person to um, a multi-millionaire entrepreneur to a father who's felt like he's done a great job bringing up his child. Those same ingredients, I think, apply across all areas. So for anyone listening, they can apply that to to whatever they do. I love that. 100%, 100%. Yeah, it's... uh... And, you know, don't let those, don't let your aspirations, um, don't, don't be satisfied, you know, keep, keep striving for gold, you know, so I'm always, whenever I achieve something, I always, and I know you probably do the same thing, but always set something higher to always keep you going because you have to be excited. You have to create goals that you, that you get stoked and obsessed about. I love it. And so when we think about that, uh, you've got like this, I would say a, a success formula. You've got a formula that's worked for you to become incredibly good at the ukulele, which you could take now and you could apply it to business. You could apply it to anything that you wanted to do. So for everybody out there, what would you say are some of the key ingredients to be successful? And uh, what's your formula that helped you? You you mentioned burning desire. You mentioned a really clear vision of the future. What else are some key ingredients that people have got to commit to if they want oh, to actually follow through. that's a good one. Hard work. You have to put the time in and you have to, and it wasn't, it wasn't an easy journey by far. And a lot of people don't see that side, you know, they just see the result, but yeah, there's countless days where, I mean, there was, there was a point where I quit ukulele and my senior year because I couldn't, I was so frustrated. I wasn't able to write my own music and I could only play covers. So I became very insecure to the point where my dad would find me a, like a gig to play it at the fair. And I'd tell him, no, because I would be ashamed, you know, I was like, oh, that's not my music, you know, I'm still playing these songs I was playing when I was, you know, 14 years old, and I was almost 18, and I became very insecure about that, so it's just, after putting in lots of hard work, I started having the ability to songwrite and even arrange, and um, it's gotten easier over the years, and right now, it's just like one of my favorite things to do is songwriting, and 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 that's that's really hard to do, so put in the hard work, if it's, you know, music theory or whatever your craft is, you have to put in the hard work because that's a, a very important component to um, achieving your goal. 
That's amazing. And it's, you know, it's interesting when you get to that stage where you, know, you didn't want to go and perform and there was that like embarrassment or that shame or that, you know, I'm not enough. So the hard work helped you, the actual physical side of it. What about from the, the, the psychological side of it? What work did you have to do up there as well as learning the new skills? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you have to let go of the fear, the fear of criticism, the fear of failure, you know, like enough thinking, what if, because um, it's really, that's the reason why, like, it we hesitate, you know, like, and I, and for the first couple of years, when I was touring with my dad, I, he would always say something after the show, like, oh, did you think that was good? I mean, sometimes it was brutal. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're like, because you, know, you put yourself out there and you play and you play hard. And when, you know, when someone says something like that, it's just like, oh, dang, that's, that's brutal. So it got to the point where every time there would be that hard section of the song, I would get nervous and I would mess up every single time because I would be thinking what happens if I don't pull it off or instead of versus like, let me just do it and let's see what happens. So once I shifted my mentality, which was 2018, I noticed that I started messing up less because I didn't have that fear. So yeah, we have to try to let go of the fear of what people think. So fear of criticism and also the fear of failure. And I think once we can get rid of those fears, then it'll help, you know, the, the vision and it'll help the hardware help all, it will help all the other components, but that might be the first biggest obstacle actually. I think because even some of my peers that I encouraged them to even like pursue the dream of music. And they said, Oh, I don't know what my parents will think. Or like, um, you know, and just right there, it could that could have changed someone's future just because of their parents' opinion, even though they felt inside that that's what they were meant to do. And a, and a good friend of mine actually said, I wish I had listened to you. And I didn't listen. And that's very unfortunate. So I'm not, you know, I give her a guidance when, when I can. But yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's one more advice I would say is just like, you know, just focus on you and don't, don't focus what anyone else says. Great advice. And you talked about your dad there. So that's actually the first video I ever came across on YouTube was you and your dad jamming out to Sweet Child of Mine. It was epic. So this is uh, something you get to enjoy with your dad, right? Oh, yeah. And my dad is, it's, we, I kind of come from a musical family. So like my um, my grandpa and his eight brothers, eight bro- yeah, eight brothers, they were in a big band orchestra from like the 1930s to the 1980s. And they were well known here on Maui. And all like my my cousins and like uncles everyone like was everyone just kind of picked up instruments it was just like a in the genes you could say and my dad was a lifelong musician since he was a teenager you know right out of high school he formed the band went to Oahu and just started performing and that was just his livelihood as a kid you know I'd see him take his bass to the luau every night and um that was like his thing that was dad's thing was playing music and um, we never really, even the first years of ukulele, we never did play with each other up on, I think it was only up until 2013, once we started doing the band entry gig, then he's just like, oh, I'll, I'll accompany you. And he, and he's a bass player, but he started, we started doing guitar ukulele, which was very, which is very interesting. And we didn't add the bass until 2016, but then that's when we started putting, you know, the ukulele and, and um, or just, that's when we started working together musically and it's just, yeah, kind of started this new bond, I guess. It's a beautiful bond when father and son can do that. Yeah, we're very, we're very, very fortunate. And uh, everyone loves that whole dynamic. And, you know, it's just cool to be able to, like, you know, tour with your dad and 
and play music and just share that moment. It's yeah, it's it's pretty undescribable, you know. But I'm I'm very very lucky that um you know he he donates his time to practice and to help me achieve these goals that I've had for half my life already. So yeah, I feel very very blessed. I'm sure he's very proud of you. And when we think yeah, about yeah. Hawaii, I mean, I remember the first time I started thinking about Hawaii as a youngster. I remember seeing a photo of my granddad standing on the beach there at uh, Waikiki. thought, wow, I need to go there one day. So eventually I got there and fell in love with Hawaii. And what I fell in love with, yes, it's got beautiful beaches, but so does Australia, New Zealand, California. It wasn't the beaches. The beaches were cool, but it was actually like there's something in the air. And whether we call it the aloha spirit, but there's something really magical about the Hawaiian Islands. And I had the good fortune, it was really by chance actually, sitting down um, in Waikiki at this restaurant to watch the sunset. I'd I'd sat in the same seat. I'm I'm a person of routine, right? I'd sat in the same seat every night for like six nights. And... This, this 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 night, the sun's about to come down. The, the server comes over and goes, hey, um, there's actually a person that sits at this table every week on this night. We forgot to put a reserve sign. Would you mind if he comes and joins you and your partner? I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. Like, of course, no problem. We can move. She's like, no, 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 no. He, he would probably enjoy your company. I was like, sounds great. This elderly gentleman sits down and he's very charming, you know, a very handsome face. He's probably in his late 70s or 80s. And, So we get chatting away and all the band, when the band stops playing, they come over and they're like, oh, uncle, so great to see you. I'm like, this this guy is well known. So I say to one of the band folk, I was like, hey, who who is this guy? Like, how how do you know him? And they're like, oh, his his name's Eddie, Uncle Eddie. I say, oh, so what what did Eddie do? Or what, you know, know, why do you all know him so well? Everybody seems to know. Oh, that's Eddie Kamai. He was a really, really good uh, ukulele player. And so I went to the bathroom, got my phone out, as you do, Googled Eddie Kamai. And I was like, whoa. Mind blown. One of the best ever like ukulele players and filmmakers. He was passionate about Hawaii and taking it to the world and expressing what Hawaii was about. So I had a beautiful night with Eddie. It was incredible. And he sold me some CDs and I still got him and I love him. But the one thing that really came to life for me was that his passion Mm. for Hawaii, the music, the aloha spirit, that's what drove him so much to be an entrepreneur, to be a change maker. So I want to talk about you. And, you know, I can see the same passion in you. I can see that, you know, you're, you're so fired up about what you do. So if we look at the long term, next 10, 20, 30 years, what's your mission? Like, do you want to keep the music at home in Maui or do you want to take it to the world? Oh, I definitely want to take it to the world. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I just I love I love traveling. I love meeting new people. I love sharing just my music and I love connecting. Like one of my favorites, I do love playing ukulele, but I do love performing and I love just like bringing people together in that performance setting. And you you just feel the energy in the room. And I just there's nothing more that I want to do than that. And it's it's ironic because when I was a kid, I was the shyest kid like of all time. Like I would be the kid at the back of the classroom that would be try to hide behind the other kid so you wouldn't get called on. But, you know, but they always find you anyways. Oh, absolutely. I know that. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, I, don't, I would just it was just cr- crazy to think about because like I never imagined at that age that the thing that I used to fear the most is the thing I enjoy the most now. Because now it's just I can't wait to get in front of people and, you know, and entertain them and uh, play music. So I definitely want to push the envelope and continue this journey of you know 
pushing the limits of the ukulele and I want to travel all over the world and, um, and introduce people to what the ukulele can do. Cause it's, it's crazy. There is no limits. It's not just a Hawaiian strumming instrument. It can be used for all genres. And that's what my mission is for me. Whenever I play, you know, I showcase all the different genres it can do, you know, rock, pop, jazz. Of course you got Hawaiian uh, classical and there's no, there's no limit. And so I want to be able, I do want to get to that next level. And, um, and play all over the world. That is the vision. I love it. Well, I look forward to you coming to New Zealand. I'll be welcoming you with open oh, arms. For sure, man. I can't wait. It's going to be epic. And I want to talk about what you're working on it now, because I know that you're not only a performer and a teacher, but you're also doing a lot of things to try and help other people embrace the instrument. So people can head along to Andrew ukulele.com to yes. check out your website. But have you got a few other things that you're working on that we can maybe share with some of the listeners? Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm currently, um, I mean, I've been doing a lot of teaching and helping um, not just, you know, not just teaching, you know, like, okay, we can pluck this, pluck that, but I'm also helping people achieve their their goals. So I'm actually helping people, you know, even like working towards ambitious goals, like an album since I've been there. So I'm kind of like coaching them in a way. So I've been doing a lot of teaching and slash coaching, you could say. And um, also my podcast, the AM Ukulele podcast will be coming April. 30th so that's what i've been in the works for the past maybe four to five months actually so that's gonna be real good and i'm also the biggest project is working on my own ukulele academy which i'm shooting for a june release but we'll see but it's all very very exciting and i can't wait that's amazing and what's just incredible about that is that you know people can go along to youtube right now and check out your performances they can go to your website and download and buy your incredible albums but not only that, they can start to learn from you and understand how you think and why you play the way you play through your academy and on your podcast. So I encourage everybody that's listening, that's passionate about any form of music to go along because ukulele music is phenomenal. And for me personally, I often play it if I'm sitting working at home. That's what I'm playing is ukulele music. It's just the best. So I want to say a massive thank you. And I want to wish you nothing but the best for the future i don't think this will be our last conversation so i'm super excited and mahalo thank you james appreciate it man thank you thank you so much for listening in today and investing in your own personal growth please hit that subscribe button and i would love 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 if you'd leave me a rating and review as it really helps me to impact more people i've got some amazing guests lined up in the coming weeks and folks it's that time get out there and live life on purpose